Welcome to New Bridge Christian Community, a place we experience perfection unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Join us as Pastor David Ogenenrobo teaches and divides the word of truth. Be blessed as you listen to the sermon. In Christ, we are God's new breed. In the month of October, we've been talking about deliverance. Now, why did I um, decide to do this teaching on deliverance, preaching deliverance? In our day, there is what I call uh, an overflow of knowledge. So, there is so much teaching on the redemptive work of Christ. And people have so taught about the redemptive work of Christ. And they've taught to the point where we say things like, um, the Christian does not need deliverance. Uh, I'm sure some of you have heard things like that, right? The born again child of God does not need deliverance. And that can be theologically explained when the book of Colossians chapter 1 from verse 12 tells us that Christ has delivered us from the power of darkness. God has delivered us from the power of darkness. Who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So, this verse alone explains the fact that a Christian, according to this verse, has been delivered. But this actually talks about salvation. He has been delivered from the power of darkness and has been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. So, he has been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of God. Do you understand that? But, that, how, would that, how can you explain that to someone who is going through something very unexplainable? I've been in church ministry i've been in ministry almost all my life but i've been in church ministry for it's going to two years now and just this short time on the counseling table the amount of of cases i have to deal with about people's lives is obvious that deliverance has much more than just being born again being born again is a, is the is the major part of it that but there's more to it so i had to start studying and finding out what does the bible actually teach about deliverance are you following me it's it's a pain to me that this i intended it to be a very very serious both scholarly and practical teaching but I've noticed a lot of to grow spiritual you need stability. So you see the people they are here today. Sometimes I stand in front of the people and I find out that the people I'm standing in front of this week are completely different people. <laughs> Do you understand that? So <laughs> like now I cannot continue teaching without giving you the background of last week. Do you understand that? I'm still talking about beloved authority. We've not gone into the, the, the nitty-gritty of how do you discern a demon what is a demon what is a demon what are the characteristics of demonic manipulation 
Are you following this? I began to study the Bible and I, I found out a lot. This study has been going on for almost two years. Before we come to before I come to teach something. I mean I've been studying that thing for two, three years. I, I'm serious. Praise the Lord. And we kicked off from Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4 from verse 18. Hallelujah. Don't worry. In a short while, when you enter a new breed church, uh, the sound like this will make you know how the trumpets will sound. Hallelujah. Amen. So when the rapture, when the trumpet blows, it will not be a strange sound. Say, I, I hear clean sounds like this from church. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to preach deliverance to the captives. The first thing that I discovered from here was that deliverance is first of all a preaching thing. <laughs> Before a praying thing, it is a preaching thing. That means there is a teaching in the word of God that procures deliverance. Praise the Lord. There is a body of knowledge that when it's preached, bears deliverance. We saw that deliverance is part and parcel of the gospel, it's not separated. It says to preach deliverance that's how we got that thing preaching deliverance and we said when we broke that down we said that the, the, the preaching of deliverance in the new testament has three major arms please pay attention the first and foremost is announcing the gospel we said preaching deliverance has to do with announcing the gospel of Jesus Christ in his redemptive work number two equipping believers to become conscious of their authority in Christ and number three training believers in Christ to discern and cast out devils praise the Lord what did we say number one is what number one is what number two is what oh Shabbat are you in class today Number one is what? <laughs> Announcing the gospel. Number two is what? Equipping believers to exercise their authority in Christ. Number three, training believers to discern and cast out devils. Now, I explained that that means if you cast out a devil from someone and the person is not born again, he's not delivered. Did you hear what I said? If you cast out the devil from someone and he has not entered into the kingdom, he has not been delivered. The devil may have left, but he has not fully experienced deliverance. If a person, if you cast out the devil from a person and the person is born again and he has not been trained in his authority in Christ, he has still also not experienced deliverance. Praise the Lord. You know, the Bible says um, in Proverbs chapter 11 from verse 9. 
it says true knowledge shall the just be delivered what does it mean true knowledge now it says an hypocrite with his mouth destroyed his neighbor but true knowledge shall the just be delivered if you want to go by this if you want to extract this verse in the light of the new testament for him to call him just it means he's saved because Romans chapter 5 verse 1 says being justified by faith we have peace with God so by faith in Christ Jesus in Christ Jesus I have been justified do you understand that but he's saying true knowledge shall the just be delivered meaning so after he has become justified there is more to his deliverance do you, do you understand that he needs to know you know I, I told you about the time we prayed for a lady who could not work and began to work and one week later she said she, the pains that disappeared instantly returned now yes we rebuked the devil but now she needs to know her authority to also rebuke the devil do you understand that because the pastor cannot be with you every day see when you even go into the, the nitty-gritty of of deliverance sometimes especially things that have to do with family things that have to do with family spirits in families many times is not how will i put this now for, for people to understand it's not just a pastor thing they need people in the family who we agree and stand on that thing they will stand there till the devil flees i'm telling you i know sometimes they go they call pastors to do family cleansing see if you do family cleansing as a man of god and there are no people in the family representatives in that family to to keep the devil under forget it you keep on cleansing you'll be coming to do yearly cleansing or every two two years and you know the funny thing those pastors that do cleansing is not a business you say okay let's pay pastor monday they'll pay money come and pray You know, a lady, I saw a lady who she was going to do an assignment with a particular prophet. The prophet asked her to pay 170000 Now, <laughs> if I tell you, I didn't ask for 170000 Just give 100000 as a seed. Come here, let me be sitting you down and be teaching you and praying. Just, no, just to sit down. No, we're not doing an assignment. What's the assignment? Going to beta in the river or the prophet will beat her. That's the assignment. Somebody's laughing. <laughs> Let me tell you the funny thing. You know, many many churchgoers are doing that. I, I'm telling you what is happening. Because, see, there are seen battles in their lives that you you your your exodus cannot explain. Do you understand that? So we need to show them from the word of God how to deal with these things. Prophets will bait you. Then you now pay 170. Come, let me bait you with the word of God. Let me teach you how to fast and pray. Do you understand that? How to put the devil off permanently. How to wage a spiritual battle and win. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we 
we talked about that we said true knowledge that the just be delivered meaning if the just does not have the right knowledge he will still be groping around without deliverance and see listen what i just said and that takes me to something else there are many christians who don't understand that you know there's an argument also that argument is can a christian have a demon can a christian be possessed a christian cannot be possessed by an evil spirit hallelujah a christian cannot be possessed by an evil spirit what does it mean to be possessed by an evil spirit it means this evil spirit owns you or you own the evil spirit it's not possible if you are a christian the bible says that your spirit man is drawn to the lord so the christian cannot be possessed with an evil spirit in his spirit but an evil spirit can hinge on his soul ah. an evil spirit can hinge on his body see we tell you be careful about what you read there are some books charles darwin was reading a book and something entered into him the theory of evolution it came from a demon plato and socrates talk about a demonion that's what they called it a demonion that speaks to them in fact uh, uh, socrates no plato and when i was reading about this plato was so moved one day he had to go and take a chicken and sacrifice he said he just doesn't know but he feels that he needs to sacrifice this the blood of this chicken to the demonion that speaks to him you will not see that in common books you know when we were teaching talking about spiritually minded demons influence many people that most people know there are many things uh, okay I, I need to be careful i wanted to say something but i need to hold myself back there are many ideologies that have come out it takes people who have deep in god to see that's demonic and some of them you know we talked about we are not against pressure, but against principalities, powers, against the rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. Listen, is it not spiritual wickedness in high places? They are responsible for some kind of thoughts. We just see something just come up and we just begin to prevail. There was a time when the whole feminism thing. It, it got to a point where I called somebody. I said, "This thing." You see, it is going. A spirit now has moving this thing forward. It may start off start off as a good idea. Do you understand that? But a demon spirit to push it, push it. Those spirits that affect countries generations thought patterns they are high spirits they are very intelligent powers you see the christian you must we must we must wake up to these things hallelujah so you see deliverance is a very serious part of the gospel in fact i even showed you when we're introducing it we showed you that there was no time jesus christ sent anybody to do evangelism 
that he without giving the person express instruction to cast out devils there was no time jesus will say in luke 11 he says if i by the finger of god cast out devils then the kingdom of god is come to you how come what was it about casting out devils that jesus christ attributed the kingdom of god to it then we now have a body of believers who don't play on deliverance ministry listen it's true there have been some excesses in deliverance ministry in fact that word deliverance ministry is actually gospel ministry if it's christian is deliverance is part of it there are times i just and somebody will cry out and he will say come out of him down of clean spirit and continue preaching he did not seem it he didn't look like it was a strange thing if you function in the healing ministry you cannot escape the deliverance ministry why i showed you acts chapter 10 from verse 38 this is how god anointed us with the holy spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all of the oppressed of the devil so you cannot really heal people without dealing with oppression because sickness he's telling you that sickness has a relationship with oppression healing all of the oppressed of the devil there are some diseases you think is normal they are not normal I, those of you who are close to me and are here, you know I function in the healing ministry. Many times is not normal. Matthew chapter 8, from verse 18, yes, sir, verse 16, please. It says, When the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirit with his word and healed all that were sick. It seemed like he wanted. Now, when you see a person, how will you know he's possessed with the devil? You cannot see it from his face. Do you understand that? It was as though they were sick, but Jesus saw that, okay, to get them healed, I have to cast out the devil first. You look at people's lives that they were this spiritually minded i see i've I've looked at a lot of things that happen around people's lives families businesses relationships marriages and i say ah we need to teach about deliverance we need to teach about it look at people tell you when the amount of people that tell about pornography sometimes you see a lot of young people they can't leave pornography they just can't beyond their will they can't beyond their will i remember a particular boy met me one time in my 500 level now you know the funny thing that particular boy was a spiritual leader he met me closed the door locked it knelt down and began to cry i looked at him i said What's the matter now those are the people who you call champion mic people do you understand that champion mic people i'm like what's the matter he said i can't leave pornography or he said pornography cannot leave me ah you know initially i wanted to say i told him the usuals um make sure you are fasting make sure you are prayed he said, sir, I've done everything. 
you know is now i'm looking back at those experiences you know like, like i was saying earlier on it's easy to just talk and say one or twos but if you have the experience you need some field experience do you get what i'm trying to say like for instance i told you the story about um, when i was ministering somewhere in 2017 and the power of god had hit everybody we were falling on the floor and a lady was a woman a quite an elderly woman she was crying she was crying, Ewo, Ewo, and I met her to like keep quiet. And she pointed and said, Fish, fish. So I, I was like, I was angry. How would this demon call me fish? I, I missed it. So I, I lost my cool. I, like, how so I told the minister, Get out of this place. <laughs> they took out. Then later, I was listening to Lester Somral some years after, I think 2018. He was talking about dealing with demons. How that you don't you don't you don't listen to their opinion of you. Most people they are waiting for the demon to praise them. The demon is a dark spirit, is a lying spirit. You cannot expect him to say the truth. Even when he says the truth, don't trust it. There is darkness inside. <laughs> Do you understand that? So I said, okay. I had learned a lesson because there's a someone gave a story. He was walking in for a program. And as he was going in for the program, a woman dragged him and said, I'm the white witch, you're the black witch. I'm the white witch. And he was like, leave my clutch. He said, I'm the white witch, you're the black witch. I'm the white witch. Then he grabbed her head. In the name of Jesus, be free. She was still shouting. After a while, she dropped. There's a someone was teaching us then that you have to, you must be strong in your understanding of authority. And you must learn to emphasize it. You must be strong. You must be strong in it. Sometimes a demon can tell you. You want to cast a demon, he will tell you. I think you were doing that, that thing yesterday. See that thing you did yesterday. He wants you to shift your attention from your understanding of God's grace to your own words. Do you understand that? Yes, sir. The demon will not. He knows. So he will remind you. You stole three weeks ago. He will tell you clean. I'm telling you, it was in study and experience that I didn't find out these things. A minister of God one gave a story. He said, he said, <laughs> he was in school. And while he was in school, he was in the fellowship. And he stole money. Not intentionally. They used this bag to take offering. So after the offering, they now left 2000 in the bag. And that time, sitting and planning with hunger. He was broke. In fact, you see, you see, I was not broke. I was broken. Not nothing. Only to just open your bag and just see two k. And you knew they took offering. One man will tell you, go and give it to them. God has a way of reaching to the saints. <laughs> so my guy said, Father, you are faithful. You are faithful. <laughs> he just used the two k and found something to eat. Two years later, he was on the field preaching. A mad woman came to the field. Where they were having a crusade. Scattered everybody and came to the stage. Met him on the altar and slapped him. Gave him a very dirty slap. Bah! He said that he said he saw stars. Then the, the woman said, Where's my money? My money you took two years ago from that crusade, bah. Nah. A part of him was God. 
hear this demon will come and disgrace me now. You see, he was still learning in the school of authority. It's not about you. You don't. If it's about you, you will win, you will fail the battle. You will fail. You now remember that. But Christ has paid for my sins. Okay. He said, okay, if I stole money, it's between me and God. Now, I will face you. He said, in the name of Jesus, the power of God lifted her and threw her. See, I went to teach authority. And threw her. Do you know that after she fell, she woke up saying, Because that same experience happened to me. And that two years, I was a preacher. I told you the story now. I was in Ibadan. I've said that story how many times now? Like 100 times here. Yeah. After my experience of fish, 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 I was preaching somewhere again. And a mad woman came in and said, Fake! You are fake! I said, Get out in Jesus' name! Yeah, bitch, fake. And he always comes, the devil always tries to confuse people. You know, when everybody was on the floor crying, they had not seen me before. They just invited a young minister of God and I came and the power of God hit them. So, the devil came and said, ah, I need to do something to distract people. The, which, the, the mad woman came and pointed at me, you are fake. I said, get out. Three months later, she was healed. See, this teaching of deliverance. I know there are so many excesses. There are people who come and say, bring holy water, bring cutlass, all those dramatic things. Instead of them to do preaching deliverance. You don't, it's not about praying deliverance first, it's preaching it first. Praise God. So we started by saying that, what's the believer's authority? Like the name implies, authority you received because you believed. Do you understand that? Authority is delegated power. Authority you received because you believed. And because you believed in Christ, that authority, the authority of Christ has become yours. And we said in um, Luke chapter 10 from verse 19, Jesus speaking, Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And we said there are two, if you check the scripture, this verse of the Bible very well, you see two words for power. I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Glory! Glory! So, the first power there refers to authority. I give unto you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy hallelujah and because today is actually the last um, time i'll talk about authority in this series by next week thursday i'll start teaching on how to discern and dispel demons the things to check for the signs to check for praise the lord hallelujah. so you can put this down number one our authority in christ is based on the fact that by faith in Christ, we have become members of his body spiritually and physically. Let me go over that again. Our authority in Christ is based on the fact that by faith in Christ, we have become members of his body 
spiritually and physically and that as christ was raised from the dead and set on the right hand of god we have also been set at the right hand of god hallelujah is a reality is a fact praise the lord first corinthians 6 verse 15 it says, Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. You've put that down, right? First Corinthians 6 verse 15. Let's check First Corinthians 12 verse 12. It says, For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body being many are one body so also is christ hallelujah Amen. now see go to verse 27 it says now are you the body of christ and members in particular are you seeing this say after me i'm the body of christ and i'm a member in particular see your authority these are the things that make it possible now some of you hearing this it may sound normal to you that's why paul was praying for you he was praying that your eyes of understanding be enlightened let's go there ephesians chapter 1 ephesians chapter 1 from verse 15 Ephesians 1 verse 15 it says, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, verse 16, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. That's what? That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Him. Now I said, go back. Leave this verse 17. Remember, we said that to ask. That God will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ after you've received the Holy Ghost. Is it that there's another spirit of wisdom and revelation apart from the Holy Spirit? And we said no. The better rendering of this is that God will give you wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ by the Spirit. Are you with me? Because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Now, Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2 talks about the seven spirits of God. Now, when we say seven spirits of God, those that refers to the seven dimensions of that same Holy Spirit. Now, in the Old Testament, because of the way the Holy Spirit operated, now pay attention, I want to say something. For those of you who are Bible students, you understand what I'm saying. Because of the way the Holy Spirit operated in the Old Testament, sometimes it looked as though the Holy Spirit was fragmented. So, Samson can have the spirit of might, but he will not have counsel. He will still be doing some stupid things. <laughs> you do you understand that? The Spirit of the Lord can come upon him in a certain way. But you see, we are not after the order of the Old Testament. We are after the order of the New Testament. In the New Testament, the Bible says that Jesus was given the Spirit without measure. Meaning, there was no fragmentation. Do you understand that? The full experience of the Holy Ghost has been given to us. Praise the Lord. Glory! <laughs> Father, I thank you. I remember one time when the Lord 
told me i was praying and said you are not too small to make global impact my head scattered he said you are not too small said after me i have the spirit that work in me i have the spirit that work in me i have the spirit that work in me believe it believe in the spirit see listen pay attention today i will see a lot of things you know a, a, a son to me kicks he called me and he said i said what's the issue he said for the past six months he's a web developer he has a company that um designs builds websites for other companies when he came to stay with me at a point one of those days we prayed for him and i said in a short while the lord is going to link you up to international relevance it was not too long from there how somebody in ukraine got his contact and gave him a job that he had to by force you know when there's a job that comes upon you you are going to be paid in dollars you have to set up a company in two weeks by force he had to he had to start employing people do you understand that by force employment after that um, job left that was about two years ago he said this year i just noticed that there has been a drought no no but nothing nobody nothing nobody's calling me six months i said let's start praying so we prayed two three nights and at the point i had some programs in nigeria lagos abuja so we couldn't continue that night's prayer he called me some days ago he said sir it's as if everybody that forgot they have started remembering in fact so one of them they paid me more than half of the money i needed for the project now the question you want to ask yourself is didn't they know since how can one of them just wake up at the same time did you understand what i'm trying to say didn't they know since that means by the spirit i can effect changes are, are you with me Self me by the spirit i can effect changes praise the lord go back to Ephesians chapter 1 that the god of our lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory may give unto you wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him by the spirit verse 18 the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints now we've said this one before the the inheritance of god is in the saints hallelujah after me god's inheritance is in me i know that's too big for some people so let's just move on verse 19 and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power hallelujah so the exceeding greatness of god's power is for me go back there go back there verse 19 and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us what who believe hallelujah the exceeding greatness of god's power is for me say after me the exceeding greatness of god's power is for me listen all of this is the prayer point is praying for you 
First of all, he's praying that your eyes of understanding will be enlightened. That you will know what's the hope of his calling. He wants you to know what the hope of his calling, what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sense, and what is the sin greatness of his power to you who believe. Praise the Lord. He wants you to know this power. Then he begins to explain. Verse 20. Which he wrought in Christ. See, he wants you to know this power, but he's trying to tell you that an example of this power was when Christ was raised from the dead. Hallelujah. And set at his, at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all principality. And power. And might. And dominion. And every name that is named. Not only in this world. But also in that which is to come. Glory. Glory. <laughs> this thing is not if he's entering you. Oh. Sit, 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 sit. Yes, I will continue. Far above all principality. He's telling you that he wants you to know this power. An example of this power was when Christ was raised. He was not just raised and kept on the earth. He took him. That power was still taking him. Do you understand that? He says that's the power that has been made available to you because you believe. Do you understand that? Say after me, I understand. I have wisdom and revelation. And the knowledge of Christ. I understand. My eyes of understanding have been enlightened. Now, if you look at this alone, you will just think about Christ. You will say, okay, wow, the extinguishment of, God, of God's power raised up Christ. Wow, that power is for me. That's great. But that's not all. Chapter 2. From verse 4. It says, but God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us. Hallelujah. Even when we are dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ. Amen. Meaning, when Christ was being raised by that exceeding greatness of his power, you were also being raised. Amen. See, one of the major challenges in today's church is that many people are not used to hearing redemption truths. Their, their mind, they are used to, let me tell what they are used to. If you sin, just watch. God will punish you. You think I'm joking? That's what they are used to preaching. So uh, when you, the pastor says, I'm not joking with you. If you miss it, you are gone. You are gone. Rapture. You are finished. They, they, have, they saw hear that type of message. When you now come and tell them the extreme grace of the power, it's like, they say, let's not sin against God. Please. Do you understand that? Their heart is still trying to. So Paul has to start praying. Do you know Paul was praying for them night and day? This was this is what Paul was praying for them. Night and day that this thing will break out from their mind. Let me tell you. The day I started understanding and appreciating redemptive truth, I began to see more miracles. Oh. Hallelujah. Now I understand what Ken Hagin was saying. Ken Hagin said he prayed these verses I just told, told you. He was praying on these verses for six months every day. Six months. A time came. He started asking himself, What am I seeing? He said it was the same verses, but this, they seem to mean more. Chapter 1 is talking about Christ, chapter 2 is talking about you in Christ. Chapter 1 tells us that Christ was raised. Now chapter 2 is telling you when he was raised, you were also raised. Hallelujah. 
so when he was made to sit in the heavenly places far above principalities and powers you also you sat glory say after me i sit in christ in the heavenly places far above principalities and powers i sit in christ in the heavenly places far above principalities and powers amen so that was the first thing you are a member of christ your body and his body has has made one so when he seated when he sat you sat the second one is this christ is the head of all principalities and powers colossians 2 from verse 8 colossians 2 from verse 8 says beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men after the rudiments of this world and not after christ verse 9 for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the godhead bodily pay attention have you ever heard the statement like this everybody keeps praising jesus they don't praise god they are praising jesus they are not praising god have you heard something like that before they are always talking about the son they are not talking about the father he's telling you in him dwelleth all the fullness of the godhead bodily if you are looking for the father look at the son in him dwelleth the fullness of the godhead body do you know what that means the name of the father is jesus the name of the son is jesus the name of the holy ghost is jesus praise the lord now if you say in him the fullness of the God of the Godhead bodily, that is great. So in Jesus dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. But look at the next one. And you are complete in him. So I am also uh, around a particular night. I had to I said, Am I reading the Bible where I looked at it? And I am complete in him not outside him that means i am part of deity certainly i'm completing him which is the head of all principality and power now the question is why why should god bring me so close to himself then you have to start asking yourself maybe there's something god knows about me that i don't know about myself why would god love me this much Maybe there is something he has about me that I have not even figured out. You know, it's one thing to sit down where you are, look at yourself. Okay, um, well, my life is like this. Um, I'm struggling with some things, struggling to pre- please God. Uh, you know, many times we fall for the trap of for that kind of trap. I too have been there many times when you you just sit down and see me i'm not even praying enough i'm not even no leave all those things come and focus on what he has made you you will start do you, do you understand that when you begin to acknowledge i, I have a student <laughs> when you start acknowledging the good things that are in you in christ jesus your communication of your faith to become effectual that's what the bible says your faith in christ jesus will begin to have more experience praise the lord Except for me, I'm complete in him. Now, if he's the head of all principalities and powers, and I'm complete in him, then where I am? Oh, where, where am I? 
Where am I? That means, you know, I was listening to something yesterday that made me laugh. That the best explanation for authority is secondary school. Especially boarding house. Maybe your school father in SS3. You know these power battles that you usually have. Maybe I, I, I let me use the same example because the example is very funny. Maybe your school father in SS3 is senior Moshud. And everybody knows senior Moshud are the very, very wicked senior. Then you are in JS1, you are in JS1 student. In the morning, senior Moshud comes and says, Bola! Yes, sir. Go to my room. Start cleaning the room. Make sure everywhere is clean. Then, make sure everywhere is clean. Focus. Don't let anybody distract you. He say yes, sir. Then, later, one JS2 student now comes and meets you. You are in JS1. You, you are in JS1. You are cleaning. Then, one JS2 student comes and say, Hey, you, what are you doing there? See, I'm cleaning senior Moshu's room. If I don't even, you don't even mention the senior's name first. So what are you doing? Leave that place. Go and fetch water. Say, ah, see. Mind yourself. Oh. Senior Moshud kept me here. Because you know the seal that sent you. You are proud. Who is following? Listen. According to the person, he said, it's an insult to be afraid of the devil. It's an insult. You say, see, don't even, don't even disturb me now. Senior Moshud said I should be cleaning this place. It's an insult to be afraid of the devil. Hallelujah. Except I mean, I'm completing him. He's the head of all principalities and power. Listen, that means since he's the head, I am part of the head. Do you understand that? I'm completing him. That means I have authority over all principalities and powers. Do you understand that? I'm not just seated with Christ far above them. I'm complete in the person who is their head. Do you understand this? This is the kind of mindset you carry to to give the devil instructions. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 11. In whom also he has circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Redemption teaching is, is, is going all over me too. You know what that, that means? Verse 11. He did not say, in, in whom you also he has circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, in putting off the sins of the body. He said, in putting off the body of the sins. What does that mean? What's the difference? The difference is that when you say the sins of the body, that means you are talking about the deeds. Do you understand that? When you say the body of sins, there is a system. There is a nature of sin. There is a nature that produces sin. Do you understand that? He's saying that when a person is in Christ, God removes that system of sin. He doesn't just deal with the sins of the body, but the body of sins. Do you understand that? Redemption truth, we enter. Amen. Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the oppression of God who had raised him up from the dead. Hallelujah. Now, jump to verse... 15. It says, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. What does that mean? It means just the same way in, in those days when a king goes to war and defeats the other person, he brings spoils of 
forth. Do you understand that? And he brings the slaves and parades them in his own kingdom. That's what he's telling you. Now imagine you are part of an empire. Your kingdom, your king went, defeated the kingdom and brought back slaves. Do you understand that? Brought back slaves and was parading the slaves on the streets. Then one of the slaves is not pointing at you. I will deal with you. And you, you are part of that. You are not just a member of the, you are part of the royalty. Do you understand that? And the slave is pointing at you. I'm going to really, I'm going to deal with you. See, see this one. I beg, let's discuss what we are discussing. <laughs> He's telling you all the demons, powers, he made a show of them openly. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So the second point was Christ is the head of all principalities and powers. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm teaching like this so that you can be able to take something down. I'm trying to make it scholarly. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now the third point for today is the name of Jesus is the tool for the exercise of our authority. Now this one oh hallelujah this was where I can boldly say this was the where my miracle ministry started. A guy met me one time. We had a healing service here. Minister Wisdom. He had a healing service here and that service a lady was healed in her leg. All manner of things. Another woman who had a sister who, uh, that was her eyes dilated. And before the service was over, we prayed for the sun, it, it came back. So, with the amount of testimonies that day, so he met me and he was saying, Sir, how? And I began to explain this thing to him. There's a way, you know, a man of God said that it looks as though situations and circumstances respond to how much revelation you have about God in dealing with them. It's as though, you know, somebody will say a dog can descend when a person is afraid. Philippians 2 from verse 9. It says, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him. Oh, hallelujah. And given him a name which is above every that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Father, I pray for your people. Their eyes are open to see. Wherefore God has highly exalted him. You, you, you know sometimes, that's why sometimes I like watching Marvel. Because it, it gives me a pictorial view of some of these things. Just imagine, they wanted to make somebody a king. Now imagine as though Marvel produced something like this. And they, they raised the crown and the person wanted to crown him and said, I'm in charge of all the seven kingdoms. All the thrones, everything. You are now the one in charge. That was what actually happened. When Christ ascended, the Bible says that it was called his glorification. He sat on that throne and the Holy Spirit was sent down. You are looking at me as if I'm on my own. Okay, let me hold this thought in your mind. Let me explain it more. Acts chapter 2, please. Acts chapter 2. Father, in the name of Jesus, there is a love for your word. In the name of Jesus. There is a passion for the scriptures. In the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 2 from verse... Let's read from verse 29. Let me read from verse um, 22. So, what was happening was these guys had started speaking in tongues, and everybody was wondering what's going on here. People are speaking in tongues. What's happening? And they came to meet Peter, and like, 
these guys are drunk how can they all be speaking in tongues oh peter said let me explain what's going on it says ye men of israel hear these words jesus of nazareth a man approved of god among you by miracles and wonders and signs which god did by him in the midst of you as ye yourselves know verse 23 him being the delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of god he have taken and by wicked hands crucified and slain whom god had raised up having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be holding of it for david speaketh concerning him i foresaw the lord always before my face for he is on my right hand that i should not be moved wherefore did my heart rejoice and my tongue was glad moreover also my flesh shall rest in hope verse 27 because that will not leave my soul in hell neither would i suffer thy holy one to seek corruption hallelujah thou hast made known to me the ways of life thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance men and brethren let me speak freely unto you of the patriarch david that he is both dead and buried and his sepulchre is with us until this day therefore being a prophet and knowing that god has sworn with an oath that to him that the fruit of his loins according to the flesh he will raise up christ to sit on his throne he seeing this before spake of the resurrection of christ that his soul was not left in hell neither did his flesh see corruption verse 32 this jesus had god raised up whereof we all are witnesses now what's going on here david had quoted some scriptures in the book of psalms about jesus now when he said that those people did not know it was jesus please give me a marker he was quoting psalm 16 from verse 10 to 11 he was quoting psalm 110 bring another one black he was quoting psalm 110 from verse 1 to 3 now read from verse 10 so that will not leave my soul in hell that i would have suffered and holy one to see corruption that's what we just read peter is explaining that when david was saying these things he was not talking about himself he was actually talking about christ are you following this that when david was saying all of this this was christ here that david our own david his circle is here he actually saw corruption but jesus christ was raised from the dead so he was the one that actually did not see corruption do you understand that now he also quoted psalm 110 go to psalm 110 from verse 1 he says the lord said unto my lord sit thou at my right hand as at this time christ has not died or been raised you, you know at bible illumina one time we're explaining that the bible is christocentric it will take by the time you begin to see christ in the old testament you realize that the the new testament church did not have new testament new testament had old testament but the old testament guys they were able to see christ in the old testament the old testament that was preached is what we now have as new testament so now we, we are reading the book of acts and we are seeing that this book of Psalms was actually about jesus are you with me yeah. see there is a lot of work plenty work i was in church for more than 10 years i didn't even know all of these things <laughs> all i knew is that only true believers will be raptured praise the lord now look at verse 34 for david acts 2 verse 34 for david is not ascending into the heavens 
But he said to himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit down on my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. Let all the house, verse 36, therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God had made that same Jesus whom he have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Are you seeing this? So, when he was being made Lord and Christ, the Holy Spirit came down to testify. That move of the Spirit on the earth and them speaking in tongues was actually a testament to the fact that something happened in the heavens. Hallelujah. Oh. See verse 33. Therefore, being at the right hand of God exalted, and having received the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he had shed forth this which you now see and hear. Do you understand that? So, when they were speaking in tongues and praying in tongues and all of that, it was a sign from God that Jesus Christ has been exalted. Do you understand that? So, the Holy Ghost on, on the earth today reveals that Jesus Christ has been exalted. When you pray in tongues, you are revealing that Christ has been exalted. Hallelujah. It is this exaltation that Philippians chapter 2 was making reference to. Go back to Philippians 2. Holy Spirit. It says from verse 9. Wherefore God had highly exalted him and given him a name. Hallelujah! That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. Hallelujah! And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. A classic example of how this, this name was applied was in Acts chapter 3. But before then, I want to show you something. You know, when we are telling people that they, they need to open their spirits up to this thing. <sighs> Acts chapter 3. Acts 3. You know the story in Acts chapter 3, right? The, the crippled man at the beautiful gate. And they went there to meet him. They were about to enter into the temple and they were moved to pray for him. Do you realize that? They did not look at him and just ignore. That's a lesson. Every believer hearing my voice today, the next time you see a sick person, pray. You know they would have just looked at him and said, what if nothing happens? Let's be going our way. You know, I've, I, we've talked here about charismatic ministry. That one of the ways... You, you discern a church, a good church. Charismatic ministry. You should be encouraged to minister to the sick anywhere. Eh, lay your hands. Let it be that you prayed for the person and nothing happened. Are you following this? Are you following this? Verse 5. And he gave it unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Verse 6. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. These guys, they knew they did not have silver and gold, but they knew they had something. Have you ever come to the consciousness of the fact that you have something in the name of Jesus? Say so me, I have something in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you, if you have that name, you are not helpless. Please. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It says, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
Rise up and walk. How much have you explored the possibilities of that name? Listen. If I'm going to tell you something that will help you, don't play with your spiritual life again. Are you hearing me? See, see, see. The problem most people have today in their work with God is they they are born again but see their work with God their Christianity has not is not something that will affect their day to day life so they, they see this they call it my work with God they see that this is what I'm doing with God it has not become life to them so they want to make a choice maybe about business about life about money and they want they're thinking about hustling so they say ah we go hustling i believe in hard work Yeshua. Amashia, Lion of Judah, Agune Chumba, Yeshua, Amashia, Lion of Judah, Agune Chumba, Shikadabala Gadabada, Yeshua. Amashia, Lion of Judah, Agune Chimba, Rikadabalagadabadash, Yeshua, Amashia, Lion of Judah, Agune Chimba. Who is like on to you? You are the lion in the lip, the word of the father. Forever you remain the same. You are lion and the lamb, the word of the father. Forever you remain the same. Oh, my heart sings. Oh, Stand against the King 
against the Lord. No one can. No one will. Who can stand against the King? No one can.
yet Much less love and beauty and less work Nothing in this world can turn his heart Jesus, you're the perfect freedom that Who is like you, Lord? Who is like you, Lord? Not yet Much less love Much less love Beauty and less words Nothing in this world Nothing in this world Can satisfy Jesus, you're the perfect Your presence your presence is heaven Your presence, Lord Your presence is heaven Hallelujah. Praise God. I just had to, we just had to, that's what the Spirit wanted. 
hallelujah you know when when the the the, the man the minister to became healed acts 3 verse 7 says and they took took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength jump to verse 12 and when peter saw it he answered unto the people ye men of israel one marvel ye at this why looks ye so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness have been made this man to walk look at this look at this remember the believer's authority is the authority you receive because you believe it's about jesus so if you believe in him you receive it do you understand that the power to make this man walk was not because of their own holiness so peter was surprised why are they surprised why is this guy looking at us like this look at peter's consciousness now let me tell you what made him to think like this see the next verse verse 12 the god of abraham and of isaac and the god of our father had glorified his son jesus are you seeing what we are saying the reason that man could walk was because god has glorified jesus so by the name of jesus that has been glorified he has to walk this has to be your consciousness that was peter's consciousness the god of abraham and of isaac the god of our fathers has glorified his son jesus whom you delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go now see verse 14 give me verse 15 please hallelujah jump to verse 16 all these things are sweet it will distract me he says and his name true faith in his name hath made this man strong pay attention Oh, I've been reading this verse of the Bible all my life. I didn't see this until last night. He said, His name, true faith in His name. He said, The name of Jesus works when there is faith in it. Hey, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Many people didn't know the name, but they have not, they've not understood so much about the name to have faith. Are you hearing this? He says, His name true faith in his name i was looking at this i say oh god so the name works when men have faith in the name do you understand that this is what we need to teach about the name that this name came because god has glorified his son jesus christ god has highly exalted him glory so have faith in his name let me tell you many people they are saying the name of jesus but they don't know about the name of jesus so there is no faith in that name they are saying the name, but there is no faith in the name it says his name true faith in his name sometimes i have faith in the name let me show you let me give you more reasons to have faith let me stir up faith in that name go to john 14 verse 12. give me verse 13 john 14 verse 13. he says whatsoever you shall ask in my name that will i do this does not make logical sense i cannot come to meet you in your name are you following this so for instance if you say we are done now if you say pastor david go to my house 
tell them that I asked for my Bible. So I go there in your name, right? Don said, give me his Bible. So they know I am sent from Don. Do you understand that? I'm going in your name. But he said, whatever I shall ask in my name, I will do. I cannot come to you in your name. What is this? This is more than prayer. He says, whatsoever you shall ask in my name that will i do that the father may be glorified in the son because god has glorified the son what that name that name performs the work are, are you seeing this so god is glorified when that name has the power to perform the work because god has glorified the name of jesus the father is glorified when the name on its own ah how much have you pushed how much have you used this name how much faith do you have in this name? Satan, you have faith in the name of Jesus. Now, the Greek word, that meaning it means ginomai, it will be created. Meaning that name has the power to create things that were not existing before. Satan, you have faith in the name. Now, let's practice. Satan, me, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Take your hands over my health. Take your mouth off my health. In the name of Jesus, I demand my rights. In the name of Jesus, I decree my finances increase. In the name of Jesus, I decree I walk in divine health. In the name of Jesus, I decree I walk in wisdom. In the name of Jesus, the devil is defeated. In the name of Jesus, I walk in victory. Pray tongues right now. Rakata balakata balandesh. Bentelekete belegede belegedes. Tepelekete belegede belegedes. Lentele belegedes. Sonda bababaya. As you pray, think about something that you want to exercise authority over right now. As you pray right now, exercise some authority right now. Your business must prosper. In the name of Jesus. Decree faith in that name. More customers to that business. More customers to that business. Satan, out in Jesus. Satan, get lost in the name of Jesus. I stop every demonic manipulation in the name of Jesus. Why? Wherefore God has highly exalted it. God has highly exalted him. God has given him a name. Patapa katabala katabala katabades. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Tell me it's done. It's done. It's done. Listen. Remember when we read? In him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So when God glorified the Son, God glorified Himself. So now, at that name, that name produces on its own. I can Jesus explained this thing to Peter. You know the Bible says that when He rose, He rose from the dead. He was with the apostles for forty days. I'm sure Jesus must have explained this thing to them. No wonder they came out and said, "Silver and gold we have not, but we have something." <laughs> they were walking around with. I, I, I've got something. I've got something. 
this has to be your mindset hallelujah glory 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 i have faith in the name of jesus i have faith in the name of jesus thank you for listening to the sermon we hope you have been blessed by the teaching Please visit our website, newbridgeccng.org, to download more of our sermons. Remain blessed.